The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Uh, yeah, I'll have a large extra butter popcorn and she'll have snow caps? Really? Snow caps? They taste like cardboard. Okay. Come along, it's time for you to Like right now. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to one of many podcasts on planet God dang Earth where we review anything and everything that's on Joey's stupid arbitrary list of video games, comic books, and superhero-related paraphernalias. Well, in that case, wouldn't it make us the only show that does that because we're the only show that's got Joey's list? No, actually, Joey solicits it out to people for free. Guy, like, look at the list I made. And then he makes it forces people to read it. Actually, I have never heard Joey's list sound that bad. Thank you. Uh, To be fair, I also (laughs) got this list off of some website, so it's technically not my list. I just put it in order. See, here's the thing, Joey. I think you thought you were going to say that, and it was going to make this better for you. Oh, I know it wasn't. No, it makes you for some reason makes you more of a loser than normal. I don't really know how that worked, but good job, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'm the guy who just hurt Joey's feelings. I am Chuck. And Not I am uh, anymore. honored to be here once again with my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator. More importantly, my good friend, Ron, and the CEO, editor-in-chief, and the guy who is the reason why we're starting late and is also the reason why the show even exists. You know, I don't <laughs> know that we started late. They the do now. <laughs> they do not. No, because no, because one time you made it look like I was late for this show and kept it in. <laughs> So I will forever make you suck. Okay. No, you know what? Uh, that that is that is fair. I will give yeah. you that. Um I apologize for that that Chuck. I really do. Tough shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> so this means nothing to me. So we got really hyped up for this one and then we were really disappointed. I personally was really disappointed in it. Um So okay. So we watched Street Fighter 2, the animated movie from 1994. This, I mean, okay, so 1994 in Japan. It came out in 1996 in America. Not that that means anything. Just it came out a couple years later. Sure. And Um, unlike our show, which had an amazing intro, this one had probably the most boring intro ever. It was literally just flashes of lightning mixed with, you know, the credits that I couldn't read because they were all in Japanese. And they're like, it didn't even translate it underneath there for you in english so it was absolutely useless for me because i'm uncultured um to be fair i i uh watched everything most of america yeah um it oh no i had subtitles on yes it didn't translate for me either no normally it does normally when i watch an anime or an anime movie it will translate the japanese into english subtitles yeah this one did not and we had a lot of uh, Japanese writing. There's a lot of writing in there that I have no idea what the hell was going on, so it made no sense to me at all. Yeah. So, I was just like, eh. A few things before we get started. One, Street Fighter is one of, like, my f- 
one of my favorite things of all time as like nostalgically from from a child standpoint street fighter is one of the coolest things i had ever played in my entire life that's fair two two if you went into this movie expecting good plot or uh i did i really did expect plot i kind of did too or anything that wasn't just cool fighting scenes you were setting yourself up for extreme disappointment. Three, if you went into this expecting cool fight scenes in the era of 1994 anime, you were awesome. Uh, and, and you've seen anything from uh, Dragon Ball Z, you, you were setting yourself up for disappointment. <laughs> um, but in all honesty, though, the anime style I thought was on point for 1994. I, I don't much of this movie was on point for 1994. Yeah, um, so I have perfectly with 1994. So I, yeah, I have to say that I, 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 as somebody who does draw, and I'm not by any means calling myself an actual artist, but I hated the way that they drew every single dude in this. Now hold on, that's it was very like 90s. It was like no, it was Captain America with the side tits. Exactly, that's what I was, I'm saying. Like. But at the same time, this yeah, this was a very, very designed but, in the anime because like all I could think of was um oh what the fuck is that movie Fist, uh, Fist of the North Star? You know, just that... uh, somebody was telling me about that. Actually, a Disney uh, cast member was telling me about that uh, when I was at Disney a few weeks back because we were talking about anime and he brought up Fist of the North Star and how that was kind of the beginning. Uh, of a lot of the action anime going forward, like that, that that was like the roots of of like Dragon Ball and like Bleach and and everything going forward. I'm like, oh, that's awesome! I'm like, I'll check it out sometime. It so has a very Fist of the North Star like look and vibe to it, um, which is weird because it came out in 1995. Right. North Star, Fist of the North Star, 1995 film by. Tony oh. Randall, but that must be the American version. There was an anime before that, I thought. Well, that might be just the movie I'm talking about, like the, yeah. the actual movie. I've I've seen the movie, and this reminded me a lot of that. Just like the pacing, the art, um, to a lesser extent, the um, the fight scenes, which I think that like the, f- I mean, like we'll get into it more, but. The point being, Joey, um, if you would uh, remind your people, um, by the way, so far only one um, has started following me on, uh, <clears throat> on Instagram. Yeah, only one so far. So, so what doing, happened was I was, I was uploading the video and she heard it and she's like, just just find or tell me how to find it. And I'm like, okay. So I load you up there and she was like, bam. Uh, uh, now, yeah. mind you, mind you. I haven't put up the video yet. Ron just put it up on Discord. And I put it up on TikTok. Did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. Hell yeah, I did. Here's the thing is, I can't... The, so far, I've had a couple other people follow me, but they have not proven that they also have any like relation to the show. So, I don't no, know. No, don't give me that bullshit. That, if anybody follows no, no, you no, after no, I put no, that no, video no, up, no, it counts. No, 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 Especially on TikTok. Especially on TikTok. No, because TikTok, I, have... I, I tagged you in the post. No, I know, but I have a bunch of people follow me who don't have anything to do with you, who uh, they have to be listeners of the show. That's what I said. They had to be listeners of the show. Hey, if they listen to that clip, technically that makes them listeners of the show. No, it does not. 
because no, that was part not. of the show. It wasn't. It was unless it was posted from the actual account. <sighs> then okay. otherwise it doesn't count. Anyway, uh, if you would take us back, Joey, I know you have the capabilities <laughs> of doing this and playing the clip from weeks. What would be two weeks ago from air? Um, of you saying this is argue this is known as one of the greatest animes uh movies of all time now i have yet to edit that podcast at this uh-huh. i really do feel like you did say this though I you did say that. that you now, definitely said i was that super this hyped is after known you said as it. one of the greatest animes of all time like <laughs> anime movies of all time which i think for 1994 shitlords in like peak crust of 1994 not washing their asses yes yeah well and like i'm gonna assume this is probably one of the first ported over like uh well direct transition movies and so akira is like the be all end all for most of those edgelords um so i could see that and it's Street Fighter, so they're going to get a little bit more of a mainstream audience. Correct. So I could see realistically, if I was a shitlord in 1994, which would have made me what? Uh, well, it would have made me well, so four years old. Okay, hold on. 96, because it came okay, in so America, 96 for us. 96. Okay, so perfect. 96 is right when the when I would have really started playing the game, right mm-hmm. around there. A little early for me, but... Um, if I knew this movie existed in 98, yeah, this would have fucking changed my life. This thing would have blown my fucking dick apart, okay? Because, the, like... Because you get to see is, Cammy in her actual costume? I get to see Cammy in her actual costume. I get to see Chung Lee naked. It's yeah. got, at, for its time, it does have some pretty dope fight scenes that were really good. It's got all my favorite characters doing all of my favorite things. It's actually had, this is, if I read in the uh, the trivia correctly... This is the only Street Fighter movie that had every single Street Fighter character. Even if they were in the movie. At that like, time. At that time. So Which like, is even, weird because they make reference to DJ in this too. They show him. Yeah, I don't ever remember him being a character in the game. I never played the game, so I can't help you there. Maybe he was a hidden character that you had to have some stupid thing to unlock or something. Yeah, hold on. Let me do some research. Maybe I'm thinking he's... Maybe he doesn't come out till three. Hold on. Um... But yeah, no. This this is. I don't know. Like I thought. All I have to say is that I'm not really impressed because none of them had a power level of over nine thousand. Yeah, I will. When that thing popped up and it showed that his that his rating or his what was that? His combat. Yeah. Was like three thousand six hundred. I'm like, man, he's nowhere near nine thousand. He sucks. But at the same time, he's just a regular human. He's not a Saiyan, so it makes sense. True, true. Um, but no, like this movie, for my standards, like I remember watching Ronin Warriors around this time. Actually, it might have been a little earlier. And that was an anime from the late 80s, early 90s. And that's it's the same exact anime style. So for me, this actually wasn't terrible anime-wise. Now, story-wise, there's no story. However, there actually are fighting in the streets. Like, you see fights in the streets versus the last Street Fighter movie where it's... More? They're fighting in the Buddha temple or something? I don't know. So. Correct. Uh, so, speaking of the uh, Cammy's costume, 
while it was great that they had her actual costume, I was really disappointed that she was only in the movie for eight seconds. But, okay, fair. And that kind of goes along with a lot of them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Um, Balrog. No, Balrog was there for a bit. Uh, Okay, dude, can we talk about his eyes? Balrogs? Yes, like... He he was like his eyes were doing this the whole fucking time. Like Young Lisa was doing that too when she was talking to Guile. Like she was cross-eyed. That's because she was beguiled. Wow. It's not wrong. Oh, also, when Chun Li is going through her um little briefing, it had the wrong names with the yes. wrong things of the characters as oh, I was yeah. going and that shit made me crack up. Uh I did like you you brought up DJ, so Guile and Chung Li are going to try and find dj and bison had put out a bunch of these like cyborg ninja things or whatever to like are you talking about a jesus fan yeah um <laughs> but what i liked about it is that they're he's sending these people out these cyborgs out to track these potential fighters and the one is staring at dj and guile as they're talking and chung lee just goes up to to him is like hey you've got a spy in your midst and and the the robot, the cyborg, looks at her and like tries to walk away, like nothing was happening, like all nonchalant. I just, I thought that was really. You mean when its head was missing? <laughs> when she kicked off the head, yes, yeah. but like he tried to get away. It, well, it still it kept walking after she knocked the head yes. off. that was cool too. Uh, can we also talk about how horny Guile is for uh, Bison, and then just gets his fucking ass dog walked by him? <laughs> I, honestly, everybody did. Like even even Ken and Ryu. When they were at the end, they were just getting their asses handed to to him by Bison for for a while until uh, you know Ryu got cheap shot by grabbing his leg so that Ken could uh, you know. <laughs> uh, can we also talk about how uh, it's a very good possibility that uh, Bison um, is dyslexic or uh, possibly can't read because he kept calling his psychic powers psycho powers? <laughs> yeah, I believe they call him. I believe they call it psycho powers in the game too. <laughs> but I mean, he can't read. He doesn't have any irises. You saw that too, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's actually true. So interesting. Um, DJ like apparently that. was in too, and I just have completely blocked that from my memory. Now, here's a question: Since both of you played the game, and I never really did, and I've only ever seen screenshots from more of the newer stuff, was everybody's costume? fairly accurate to the game yes. yeah like was dj's oh, yeah. accurate was um well i don't know about dj's like i said i couldn't remember him but everybody else's yeah like it was pretty much exactly what they had on in the game okay. or at least well you can tell from 32 pixels you know yeah fair <laughs> why okay, don't you just so take the uh, the box art introduced in interesting so there's the original street fighter which had a bunch of characters that were pretty much all no-name characters and Ryu and Sagat were originally in the original Street Fighter, and then everybody else is just a bunch of people uh, that you played as Ryu to fight, right? Okay. And then in Street Fighter Two, Akuma comes in, which like Akuma was a character that is the character that you battle at the very end. I remember that. That's Ball the one Rock that looks like it. a blue, like blue uh, Ryu suit dude, right? Yeah, and has well, like a necklace, like, spiked hair. Yeah, that was. Yeah. He actually was. He showed up in the show. Yeah, he was in the movie. He was a beggar. Yeah. Um, right. Which is kind of interesting, but uh, I figured because like he becomes like a real important thing in three. I think it's in three he actually becomes like the main antagonist for Ryu finally. 
um, Balrog, Blanca, Cami, Chungli, DJ, who I don't, I just don't remember him even existing in this game, uh, which is super weird. But maybe he was never in the arcade version. Maybe he was only on the console version. Okay. That so, could be because I only played the arcade version also. So, so I only ever played the arcade version too. Um, and then there was, oh shit, I lost it. Oh, fucking computers. Computers <laughs> are the worst. Um, there was uh, DJ Dalsim, uh, yep. E Honda, Fing yep. Long, Gully, M Bison, T Hawk, who I, I vaguely remember T Hawk being a thing. Well, he was in the um, movie, he was in the live action movie. He was Guile's partner that right. did nothing. And then mm-hmm. obviously in here, he was very racially, uh, an Indian. Uh, yeah, very much the like uh, almost like an Indian, a uh, Native American, n- indigenous person. Yes, sir. sorry, sorry, indigenous person from like Boston. It was like the vibe <laughs> I was getting. It was like super weird. Uh, Fay Long was voiced by Brian Cranston. Funny enough. Yeah, isn't that weird? Because yeah. he's he's supposed to be a Bruce Lee ripoff. Like that's oh, literally 100%. What to be. yeah, yeah, Bruce Lee ripoff. Um, Vega. Violent Ken and Zangief. Dude, speaking of Zangief, so you need to grow out a mohawk. I do. Yeah, I mean it would work. I got the chest hair. Well, that you've got you've got the beard. Like if you had the mohawk, you could just that's true. Fucking Zangief it. I go to the gym. Listen, go to the gym. Just get you know yoked. Yep. Number one, missing muscle spirit. That a boy. I'd do it. Zangi, I I, listen, I made Zangi for a long time until I started playing Sagat and got good. And and you have enough chest hair to where you could do the design. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Uh, I mean, realistically, speaking of of, uh, Sagat, when Bison sent him off to go after Chun Li and Vega, we didn't see him again, right? Like he just disappeared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I, I didn't miss that. Um, also, I believe. I believe I said that uh, Vega was from France last time. Yeah, and he's not. He's Spain. Close. You're very close. I mean, it's like right, right but like, does he not look like a Frenchman? Like blondish, like super blonde hair. Like um, I know French he's supposed to be. Usually have darker hair. I think. Do they? Yeah. I always. I always associate blonde with. I mean, like German and like French. I don't know. Uh, Norwegian. Yeah, but he does. He does dress like a bullfighter, so I'm not really sure why I thought he was from France. Maybe the mask and the dancing aspect of it. But again, Spanish, so I don't know why I thought French. But there's no French character. So when um, Zangief and Blanca are fighting, right? It's the fight of the chest hairs. Yep. Okay. And did you notice how fucking horny it made Balrog? Was that Balrog? Like, that wasn't Balrog. The, when his chest popped out of his, uh, like he flexed because he got so horny that he had to flex his muscles and it ripped out of his little suit that he was wearing. I'm pretty sure it was him. Was that, I didn't think that was Balrog. I thought he, he had the so... same cockeyed eyes. So I don't know. It was Balrog. Yeah, it was Balrog. That's okay. what I thought. He okay. just loves a good fight, man. He just he just wants to watch a Donnie Brook. Why are you gotta make it weird? <laughs> It does feel weird that Balrog is like America's like representation in this game, other than Ken and Gali. Like every I know everything's like super stereotyped, but it just felt weird. And yeah. like 
awkwardly racial not that I look at it more. Yeah, there's not a lot of French people. Speaking of racist, can we talk about how uh, how racist Ken was towards um, Yo! T-Hawk? Uh, he was uh, Ken was super racist. Dali was super misogynistic against Trump. Yeah, no, oh yeah, dude, we got we got some points for that. Holy that was great. shit, it was brutal. Yeah, I don't oh. really get what they were trying to do with Ken in this movie. Okay, so like the whole the whole plot of the movie is Bison is collecting Street Fighters to who knows Have Street Fighters, um, <laughs> and then Ryu yeah. is the best fighter ever so he wants to get ryu but ken is like just there so he's gonna use ken to get ryu right because they were trained by the same person yeah right Again, so let me no see plot. let me see if i understand this straight bison was trying to take over the world right allegedly yeah with his shadow organization did he did he say he's trying shadow. to take over is that why in the poll was involved or is it just because yeah, it's because they were from everywhere. Okay. Yeah, and he was going to recruit these two fighters, who are very good, to take over the world. And and Gali wants wants him wants to beat the shit out of him, right? But because he sucks, because he's only a uh, Air Force uh, captain, right? And Chung Lee works for Interpol. And what's the fuck, Guile? Chung Lee could work my pole. And wants to, you know, how is this not the same plot to the to the other movie? Because oh, that's... he was a reporter who and... worked for Interpol, and and, and no, no, she's not. And then everybody uh, worked for Interpol at that point. Yeah, e Honda and Balrog were on the same side in that movie, and Cammy was on our, the guile side and not corrupted. She was barely in this movie. Yeah, she was. And she ends up she ends up working for him anyway. No, she doesn't do anything, right? We don't see I her she was, wasn't she under control and then they break the spell? No, they, yeah, but then all she does is talks to uh, Chun Li and then that's it. It still counts. No, because all she says is I don't remember. Yeah. And then, then Bison. That, no, because then Bison. Is 19, like, this is this is this is misogyny. Yes. Writing in 1994. That is the closest thing to a woman helping a man in this movie we were going to get. But she was talking to Chun Li, so it's a woman helping a woman. Yeah, so but Chun Li's not... only there to be eye candy for Gali, so therefore she's helping Gali. Gali wasn't there. So who the fuck is Gali? Guile, sorry. <laughs> Wait, what am I saying? Gali. <laughs> Prince Gali. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even realize that made it different. Okay. okay um, I tried to correct it, but you kept going. So why does Bison call it P Project instead of Psycho Project like it is when he's talking about uh, recruiting Ryu for it? He's like, yes, I need Ryu for the P Project. And I'm like, dude, like, get your king fixed somewhere else. He doesn't want to <laughs> do it, obviously. I, uh, I missed that part, apparently. Did because the translation was so horrible, that's why. I mean, that's fair. Okay. The first time we see Ken when he's in his car driving, right? And he's going to shift gears. So if this is the gear knob, he shifts gears like this and then takes it into another gear. And I don't know what gear that is, but I need to know because it made us fast. Is that Ken or is that Guile? That was Ken when Ken was in his uh, little Porsche. Okay, because Guile was doing that too. 
when because he was, that's the cool, you should... awesome, badass way to shift in your car. Did you not know that? Didn't you, you try that out? Let me know. Arcade games? <laughs> so I never like I only had one vehicle that was stick shift, and it was pretty like the Daytona <laughs> straight line. Yeah, it was pretty like straight lines. I yeah, it is. Have, it's like, one, a, two, three, four, giant, like, five wheel, like, Run around. And, and it's funny that you say that because hole. my cousin had a shitty uh, Toyota Camry that was a standard that you had to jiggle the handle a bunch to get it to shift into a different gear. Um, so, like, yeah, what they were doing actually was exactly what they were doing in the movie. So, oh, and and okay. since Toyotas are Japanese cars, no, wait, that's right, they're American. Never mind. Mm. Well, aren't they all American? Hey, does Canada has Canada ever made a car? Is there Canada? a Canada brand no. car? Well, so GM's got got plants up in Canada. No, I mean like when you think when you think that's what Canada. GMC is. It's General Motors Canada. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. I got it. It's actually General Maple Canada. <laughs> Runs on maple syrup. Very expensive. Oh, shit. Um, Ryu re- reminded Ooh. me a little bit of um, what, what's his name? Uh, Jack Reacher. I don't, I, have you guys watched the Reacher show on Amazon? No, no I don't watch okay. garbage, Joey. What are you talking about? That's a, it's a good series. Jack um, Reacher is that the one with the uh, Jim from uh, The Office? No, the Office. That's Jack Ryan. No, this Dude, is uh, why don't they it, give them original names and instead of making every one of them sound the same? The show's called Reacher. It's not that's just his it name. It could have been Jack called Ryan for all we know. I mean, oh, does it's it not. have Tom uh, Cruise? It's, it's, huh? Is no, Tom Cruise? Well, yes, Crew. Tom Cruise did a couple movies back in like the early 2000s, but this was a movie or this was a TV show, uh, came out a couple years back with Alan Richardson. Um, he played. Hawk in Titans. He played. Uh, he was in. What was that? Um, Laser Team from Rooster Teeth. He gets killed off in that. Uh, he was also Aquaman Spoilers. in the, uh, in the uh, Smallville TV show. Um, anyway, we listen to a bunch of shit that none of us watched. I can tell. <laughs> you can uh, but I've been I've been reading the books, the the Reacher series, uh, read? and Reach Around is what it's called. Yeah, and <laughs> in that he is a uh, he's a uh, not a uh, well he he's a hitchhiker more like a, a vagabond he just he just walks he's an ex military and he doesn't want to plant down roots so he just Rambo walks around uh, America. So anyway, Ryu reminded me of that because he doesn't stay in one place. So I mean, that's um, what, that's speaking what of people cool, edgy characters do, Joey, you know, so yeah. speaking of reminding us of other characters, uh, I just realized that they got the fucking look for Homelander off of Bison. Like, yeah, kind of hardcore huh. Homelander fucking vibes coming off of Bison. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, if you just change it like red, white, and blue, it's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. he was. He also always reminds me of like some like. Um, uh, like Gundam character. I know like Homelander. Gundam. Homelander. Yeah, Homelander, yeah. Like specifically had like a outfit that kind of reminded me a lot of like this like one Gundam character, and that's only because uh, a a pro wrestler 
modeled one of their entrance gears after that. I was like, oh, it's Homelander. And somebody was like, no, 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 that's so-and-so from Gundam because he was a big Gundam guy. And I was like, oh, it looks exactly the sure same. It's, yeah, it's Homelander. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic. Um, I don't know. Is there really all that much more to talk about? Okay, so there's else? this one spot where Ryu is standing completely still. Ryu is standing completely still on top of this mountain, right? Okay. For like two minutes, it's just showing him standing like this. All for one Ryukin uppercut. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's, that's the beauty of anime storytelling is... So they one level have, of uh, they, one level of some, one one episode of somebody powering up, and then another yeah. episode of them powering up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they didn't have five episodes of Ryu like channeling his inner Hadouken. So true, but they, they did have uh, two minutes. They did have like 45 minutes of him just walking around. So that's kind of like uh, when Goku's running on Snake Road, right? There you go. <laughs> uh, no, I I don't have anything else. Uh, like did we that. talk about the Chun Li nude scene? That will go because we were talking about that before we started. Um, yeah, we've had two animated Oops. nude scenes now. Oh, I think we would have had three if we had watched Heavy Metal, um, way back when we were supposed to, but it went off the original and, Heavy Metal or the, heavy the original metal one because we watched 2000s. Yeah, um, and then we've had three or four live action nudes. Uh, no, more than that, we've had Barbarella, um, Swamp Thing. Um, uh, Conan. Conan's, both of them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because we got to see the tits in the uh, viewing crystal. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Um. The uh, Red, Red Sonia. Um. What was the um uh, Sheena? Was there some in Sheena? Uh. Yeah, she's nude for like half the movie. I thought she was just in a like a two piece. Now her tits are out. Hold on a second. Let me go back to my tit count. Fair point. <laughs> I mean, that's the most important piece of data we have. He, I mean, I, I, mean, I have one job. Okay, technically thing. I have two jobs, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Sheena was the movie we started that count for. Uh, we got boob, uh, duck boobs in uh, Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Forgot about that's that. super important. That's super important to keep track. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's got guess, a nipple account. So that's the rule. Swamp thing. I know we. Uh, I don't know. It's just we got transformer boobs and transform. No, I'm just kidding. It's just it, sometimes they just aren't needed. Like there was no point for this scene in this movie. I disagree. It's because it's 1994. This is made for fucking edge lords. Like uh, we got nudity like, and oh, Punisher. So hot. We got that was that was Dolph Lundgren nudity. It counts. Though, it? it was nudity. Okay. Yes. Uh, but Sheena, Yo, wait. Nudity. Hold up. Hold up. Dolph Lundgren uh, hangs brain. No, you just get to see his ass. I think. Oh, that, think, that yeah. doesn't count. And but he's completely naked though, so it does count. Yeah, I can't <laughs> it's Ron's arbitrary I list. Remember this? If my like, list is not arbitrary, my list is important. That's true. Uh, heavy metal two thousand should have been summoned Captain America. Um, that was made for TV movie, so uh, Robocop. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, okay, I guess we've had a decent amount. Uh, let's see, Batman 1980. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Conan I, I, the Barbarian. Because I know we're gonna get to movies that won't we should have gotten some in Ultimate Avengers, but they uh didn't show the scene. Oh, oh, oh yeah, fair. 
Um, no, I just I I'm still there's there are movies where okay I can see it happening and it makes sense, but then there are there are times when it just wasn't needed. I personally I don't think it was needed in this movie because you could have just done like a silhouette of Chung Lee one hundred percent, or they could have just am, done it through the shower door. Yeah, I am surprised that they did it in this movie, but because I feel like. Fan. Like this is yeah, but I feel like here. Capcom is like super protective of uh, their Toxic IP. Avenger. Oh yeah. Oh there's yeah. nudity in Toxic yeah. Avenger. There's like all nudity all over the place in Toxic Avenger. Uh, but Red I just Stone, feel like yeah. I feel like Capcom would be super protective yeah. of their IP, especially when it's pertaining to video games that are exposed to kids. But it is Japan, so I don't really. In the nineties, maybe they weren't as strict back then as they are now. But I don't huh, know. I mean, they had Mega Man out. Was there a lot of nudity in Mega Man? No, no I'm no. saying like that was like their like that's a that's an IP a kids that, game. Yeah, yeah. That they wouldn't want associated with nudity. No, but what it is is it was an anime, and the animes in the '90s all had nudity in them. That's true. And this was a this is a an well, adult oriented movie, also right. And I believe that's specifically because there are very strict nudity laws in Japan for like a, for like humans right for like real people oh you would know this <laughs> um i don't know okay but I'm in Japan yet. all that aside there is a scene okay where when ken is being abducted by bison where bison gets off the plane and says i have come for you ken and then after he says that, everything about their battle is just horny. He literally knocks the clothes off of Ken. True. Very and then true. straps him down to a chair naked to mind fuck him. Yeah, I guess I do appreciate the fact that Bison uses that mind thing. You know, we, we got it in the live action movie. We got it in this. So he that's how he mind controls people. Uh, Joey, I, I don't mean to break your heart, but on May 2nd, uh, Japan did ban upskirting in a sweep uh, sex crimes reform bill, so I, I don't know if you still want to go May 2nd of, of 2023? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, damn, I guess I'm never going never going to Japan. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Thanks. I know Thanks. that was like... Thanks for I know that's what you're shooting for. Facts, Chuck. Uh, well, I was looking for... Because the they, they do have very strict oh. censorship laws. Like, any pornography has to be blurred, at least partially. So I wasn't even sure if, like, in the 90s there was even less that, like... Because that's kind of like why hentai exists. Is because you they couldn't show two people doing it, but they could show a woman being defiled by a tentacle monster, and that was totally okay. Mm. Which is weird. because But because it was drawn, and it was art, and it was a cartoon, then it was acceptable. But if it was, like, a real person, then it wouldn't... Then it's, like, against all these, like, censorship laws that they have. Mm, you okay. would know this, Joey. You love hentai. So, um, <laughs> Guile, okay, Guile and... We're just going to sit with that one? Okay, we're just sitting with it, got Chun it. Lee's relationship, right? At the beginning, he wants nothing to do with her, absolutely nothing. Yeah. And then because they have, like, two interactions, now they're, like, tickle fight friends? It wasn't even two interactions. Like, he has, they have that fight in the beginning. He accepts her help. He goes, no, he doesn't. He tells her to fuck off and he's going to do it himself. And then she's like, you have no choice. And he's like, fuck you. And he still goes off and does it himself. No, because she, she she lets him in the car, or he he lets her in the car, and then he goes to Interpol, gets whatever information he needs to get, 
And then she goes back to her apartment. And that's when she gets almost killed by Vega. He is trying to call her, trying to get a hold of her, can't. And then when she he does finally get a hold of her, like she's calling for help. And I legit thought he was going to drive his car up the stairs when he uh went to go park. Cause he like he goes speeding, he does the circle gear shift uh and goes speeding down the road. And instead of like actually parking, he like does a 180 degree turn to park on the sidewalk. And I legit thought he was going to, and he does the same thing when the hospital calls later. Uh, he just turns around in the middle of the road and starts driving the wrong way. Because that's the badass thing to do, Joey. I, I think he's okay. an idiot. He looks so fucking cool. You know? So all of the dialogue, all the dialogue between anybody that's fighting or anybody that's anywhere is fucking dog shit. Like yeah. the fighting dialogue is bad. The 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 last thing that Ken and Ryu, Ryu say to each other, garbage. That you have only this is your friend. This is your like friend of ten years. You, you you trained together. You did other things together because you were the only boys on the mountain. Whatever. Um. Oh yeah, they're fucking for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah. Like but, let's and not, all let's they have to say here. All he has to say to him is, "Hey, you're getting stronger." We got unsettled business. Peace out, and then drives away. I also and then of course like... Bison comes in his big Mack truck and hits Ryu. Well, that was fun. Uh, I also <sighs> just didn't like the voice actor, or at least how he was saying the dialogue for Ken. I like, forgot about did the not Mack work truck whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, that what was no the point of that? No idea. You know what? It should have been that. Should have been Sagat. There, yeah, that would have made sense. Yeah, that would have made a lot more that sense. That would have been perfect because we he just fucks off. Like as soon as Bison tells him to go take care of Vega and and uh, Chun Li, we don't see him again. And so it would have been perfect for him to hop in this car, this truck, to try and run down Ryu. Yeah, because he's got to say he lost face, you know. Exactly. Um, but then, okay, so the fight with Bison happens, right? Guile gets his ass kicked. Ryu gets his ass kicked. Ken gets his ass kicked. Then they fight together to dirty fight him to actually beat him. Well, beat him. Um, yeah. Guile is just like minding his own business. He's like, oh, a lot. And then he gets a phone call from the hospital. And he's like, the hospital, the hospital. Why would the hospital? Oh, <laughs> shit. Chun-Li, I completely forgot about her. Yeah. And then, yes, he goes there. As you it, do it in the 90s. The, the, uh, the blanket. Oh, she, she's got the blanket over her. Makes it look like she's dead. That's because it was really bright in that room. Her. and She was just trying to take a nap. That's what I was thinking. Um. And yes, you're right. Then they get into a tickle fight because they're about ready to fuck on the hospital bed there. That's really it for them. Like this, the fight scenes that they had weren't terrible. They were just middling. Yeah. They were, they were rad for 1994. I I don't think they really were. They, but they had Mm. every character from what I'm seeing. It looked like every character had done their special move in the, in their fight scenes. So yeah, I I remember thinking, oh shit. Um, Golly. Did I say it right this time? Guile. Guile. Why do I want to keep calling him Golly? Guile. Guile uh, all the time. On this last one. What's going on? I don't know, man. Guile uh, does the Sonic Boom, right? And I was like, oh, shit, he did Sonic Boom. We had a Hadouken. We had the. He did Sonic Boom, but he destroyed uh, E Honda and Ryu's house that was on the hill. Like an asshole. 
Because it didn't even hit yeah, fucking he's American, of course. Bison with, oh, I guess I didn't think about that. You're right. You know what he's I mean? American. But see, I don't expect it because he's also a uh, he's an Air Force captain, so I don't actually expect anything out of him. There we go. Um, <laughs> the the Americans are in the poll, whoever who blows up all these these temples. What's up with that? Wasn't that point. where Bison's hideout was? Yeah, still still a ancient temple. Not anymore. Right. It's rubble. True. Yeah. If we didn't build it, it don't count. You know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> there's only one God here. Hey, <laughs> you got oh. that? Don't look like Jesus. That don't look like white Jesus. <laughs> God, well, you never heard? You never heard of fat Jesus or elephant Jesus or? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I got Brown Jesus. Else. I don't know about you guys. Have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, count of two. Thanks, yeah. Chun Li. I'll tell you. The, wait, did we ever figure out if that's one boob? Or it's two. We count, we count each individual. We boob count each individual point? boob. Okay, all right. Yeah, because they could just show one boob and that just be. One we boob. had that actually in. Um, that was heavy metal, wasn't it? No. No, it was uh, um, Conan. Okay. Because one of the chicks only had one boob out, so I had an odd number of boobs. Because that was when you guys asked me about the count originally. I was like, "Yeah, oh, you that's count right. each that, boob." That is when we yeah. determined that. Yep, each boob individually. That's right. Pretty. All right, we have a kill count of ten. So Only Batman 10? massacred more people than this entire movie? Yes. Six yes, times as much? Um, I don't know if you guys uh, had heard. I did uh, see a clip uh, earlier today, just because it popped in my head because I don't care about this movie, um, that there's oh. a, fan, a fan theory that in Starship Troopers, the movie, they, the, um, uh, what's her name? Is her Cameron? That's um, Denise... No, not Denise Richards. Denise Richards' daughters in that movie, right? No, it's the one that was married to or Charlie Sheen, right? Or banging Char- Charlie Sheen? Yeah, that's that's Denise Richards, I believe. No, yeah. no, that's not. It's not Denise Richards. Hold on, I got her name. Anyway, she's like she's one of the um, she's one of the pilots on one of the big ships, and they get hit by that. Um... And they're the reason why everything happened. Yeah, yeah. Because they knock, they knock the asteroid off course. Oh, yep. Denise Richards. Oh yeah, she was very young. It was like what 96, 97? When did that movie come out? Oh, you know why? Because I confuse. Okay, don't ask me why. I confuse Denise Richards and uh, Brooke Shields all the time. And I isn't your name point. Chuck Shields? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have zero idea why I confuse them, but I always, always, always think it's like um Brooke who are those Shields other two people you uh, confused? Um, oh, um, she was in Weird Science. Denise Richards. Yeah, we were gonna watch it for this because technically Weird Science is a comic book. Uh, Wait, hold on. How does that make it onto the goddamn list? But like half of the stuff that we've asked for, not on the list. Explain that to me. Because it was a comic book first before it came, became a movie. Tammy and the T Rex is on. Is she's in that? Is that? A, I believe that is a pretty. That's like oh, one of those I've actually watch heard of that guy. one. Tammy and the T Rex. I've heard of that movie. I heard. It was yeah, crazy. it's like it's like crazy. Yeah. It's like a so, it's like a TikTok thing. Anyway, so bingo. Yes. Oh you. yeah, I'm sorry. I forget. Listen, people Look, listen we're at the for end of it. Our, our we can chat all we want afterwards. Let's finish up the stupid movie. Um, uh, so obviously, the whole thing was product placement. Yes, it actually was also a Capcom 
Yeah, no, that and, yeah. Uh, I think at one point he says He Man, so like he Mike does calls. Uh, I think Ryder He Man. Weird. Uh, unexplainable science, obviously. Uh, interference because of the Interpol shit. <laughs> um, we had uh, misogyny. Yeah. Uh, nudity and flashbacks. Okay. Bingo. So we got a bingo. Got it. Chuck? Here's the weird thing. Street Fighter was never made by Mattel. Okay. Ever. It was all made by Hasbro. Oh. So it's weird that they that they that they plugged uh, the He-Man. They called the He-Man because He-Man is specifically a Mattel like creation. Interesting. Hmm. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, space yeah. spawn cape continuum. Yeah. I'll be on it. Like it does. Do you feel like this? Okay. I thought the animation was still I think, good, right. but not like top tier. So it does look grainy. Yeah. Like it doesn't look, it doesn't look clean. It doesn't look like a clean animation. Like, like I think Gundam. And that or, could have just been the changeover from medias also. It's possible. Very true. Um, but like, I think like dumb or Dragon Ball Z or um, I also feel like they've they've actually gone back and like re yeah uh, I, like I mean maybe up on those but even when, even when I used to watch them like when I like on Toonami mm-hmm. they looked a lot better than this they looked a lot better than this yeah that being said like I don't think this looks terrible I mean it looks it looks very of its time yes and I'll be honest I like this style of anime like this like aesthetic style of anime i don't care for like what a lot are doing nowadays where it's almost like that computer generated look and like kind of weird cell shading the thing i think of is like um uh the new berserk uh berserker okay. or whatever it is that is on uh netflix like that style i don't i just don't like it for some reason it just really detaches me from like, watching it but things that are super clean demon slayer um one punch man like that style is really good for like a more modern era, I, but this does scream like '90s animated look. Does it hold up? I'm I'm gonna give it like six and a half out of twenty six bajillion uh, spawn capes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. I, I think I think I think it holds up, but you still look at it through nostalgic lenses. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you wish you had seen this when it came out when you were a kid? No. Yeah, I would have loved seeing anime tits when I was a kid. Yeah, I I think I think this again. I think I would have gotten this is how I would have seen this. I had a bunch of friends that I went to church with who were all adults. We'll unpack that at a different time. Okay, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking, and you're not wrong. Um, and. They had shit like this on VHS. You know what I mean? Because they, because we had a store in the mall called Etc. Etc., which would sell bootleg VHS tapes of shit that they recorded and got mm. their hands on and stuff. And like pornography, you couldn't find anywhere else and all this stuff. Like it was sketchy as shit, but it was like a really rad store. And they would have gone in and like bought in the VHS tape of this, which was like clearly bootlegged. 
And then, like, I would have been, like, looking through their huge VHS collection between, like, all the, like, uh, Coliseum videos of, like, pro wrestling, like, original uh, Evil Dead on VHS, I remember. They, like, very specifically had, and I thought that was, like, really cool and all this stuff. I would have seen this at, like, in 98, 99, 2001-ish era on VHS, and it would have blown my fucking mind. But I didn't. So it doesn't hold up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, if I had come across this um, early 2000s when I was renting movies like every other weekend because I had a job and I had money and I yeah, was like, oh, I'm, I'm 17, 18. I'm independent. I can go do all this stuff. If I had seen this, I may have rented it, even though I, I never played the game. Knowing no, it, it still would have been interesting, hundred percent. Yeah, I would have, I would have rented it and probably enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Or in the early two thousands. Speaking of Evil Dead, Chuck, look at the uh, group chat on the Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah, this will be good. It, it was actually good. Oh yeah. What did you all dress like, Ash? No, he did. That's just me. Oh, I thought, I thought Joey was also going as Ash. Yep, I was a bear. Okay. <laughs> well, it is, and only one person called him Pedo Bear. That's fair. He kept calling me Pedo Bear. <laughs> just, well, you know, nickname sticks, Jerry. There's not a lot you can do about it. <laughs> they must listen you, to the look, show. That's how have they're you a fan. Seen, have you seen Midsummer? Uh, yes. I also have a lot of uh, merchandise for it. I okay. realize I I'm waiting to wear. Emily went as uh, Florence Pugh's character, the main main girl. Oh, and okay. I went as the boyfriend stuffed in the bear. Wow, what a weird, really good, probably accurate costume for your relationship. That makes a lot of sense, Charlie. And then I had a fire outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you re- like reenact some stuff? No, I was out of there. <laughs> Did anybody jump off the house? Nope. Thank oh. God. Although I'm sure... Uh, and then break their leg and not die, so somebody had to go smash their face with a s- hammer. <laughs> Yo, that it's a a great movie. I, I, I unapologetically love it, despite the fact that I don't actually really like a lot of uh, A24 stuff. Yeah. Because it's a little like very specifically, I went on a couple of dates with a girl who was like obsessed with A24 and just thought they were like, she was like a pretentious film person. You know what I mean? Like, and just thought like everything that they were putting out was like the best thing that they'd ever seen. And meanwhile, I'm telling, trying to explain to her how um, uh, Friday the 13th part eight, Jason takes Manhattan is actually probably one of the greatest horror movies of all time. And she's Ooh. just not fucking having it with me. So wait, unironically. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's one of, it is one of the, hold, <laughs> no, no, no. Under, okay. No, no. I got time. I got time. Let's finish this up first. We are literally nope. at the end. And yeah. then once we are done recording, we can talk about it. Okay. I got time, Joey. Don't worry about it. Sure, but I want to finish this up. We've we've already spent a half hour talking about bullshit. Let's finish it up and then we can talk another half hour. I don't understand what you think your people like to listen to, Joey. You think they really care about our review of this stuff, or do they just care about all the other bullshit? That was the beauty of Elite Eight Showdown. That's what I'm trying to bring you. Sure, but I honestly couldn't tell you stuff. any single uh, bracket that they did, but I can sure. tell you a lot of the jokes I, they had I going remember, on. I remember yeah. uh, come across everyone because I was on that one. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's when you died. I wouldn't bring that up. Oh. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and give our score first, and then we can uh, do all the talking about how 
Friday Thirteenth Part Eight is terrible. Uh, Chuck, no. what is your score for this movie? Okay, I feel like I have to like keep it in the in the in the same vein that I've been doing this for a lot of it. Is it the thing that it says it's supposed to be? Is this a Street Fighter movie? Yes, it is a Street Fighter movie. I I, I can't argue that. So it puts it like kind of dead center right off the bat, right? Now, is this a good Street Fighter movie? Not in the lens of 2023, okay? There's there's so much better things. Out there. There's probably other Street Fighter movies that are better than this. There's other Street Fighter animated movies on on Amazon that right. I'm not going to say are, I heard were definitely better because apparently I said that last time and gave you guys false hope, but they kept making them. So obviously maybe something was good. I think that this was great for 1994. I think that this was a solid movie just like, but I also go back and rewatch old animes like movies. Cause I can't, I can't watch full shows, but I, I'll go back and rewatch like the movies because everyone tells me all oh, the movies are better anyway. And a lot of the time the takeaway is like, it's not like it doesn't, they don't usually hold up in a lot of ways. So I, I'm going to give this, I don't know. It's tough. I'm going to give it a th- 3.9 and i feel bad about it because i feel like it probably deserves that but i also couldn't really pay attention to a lot of it because it it was like slow like it was anime slow but even slower than anime slow a lot of the time it was two it was like an hour and a half two hours uh hour and 40 yeah was it really because right. it felt like it was like 103 like it felt like three hours minutes, something like that it felt longer than what it actually was. The fight scenes were dope. They were really cool. Everybody got to do their special move. I, you know, it was a Street Fighter movie, but it doesn't have it have a coherent plot at all. There's and that not, right there is the problem. Yeah, there's not none of it makes sense. And I've seen kids shows had better plot than this. I've been watching a lot of Power Rangers lately, and well, Power Rangers has better, better plot than this. So I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I, I'm sticking at 3.8. 3.8 or 3.9? Oh, 3.9. Sorry. Okay. Whatever I said. Ron, what you got? Okay. So, because I have the rule of each boob gets, you know, 0.25, it actually went from a 3 to a 3.5. Because, again, no plot. It was okay. I, the fight scenes, yes. While they, they did a lot of fucking pops with all the iconic moves, it was cheap pops. Like, most of the fight scenes were just okay. They weren't great. They were just okay. And no plot. Um, and there were a lot of open-ended things that just made no sense. So, yeah, 3.5 is what I gave it. Yeah. Did you feel like they were writing this to set up a second movie? Well, okay. Did, I think they were writing it to did, set up a game. I think this was supposed no, to like lead into a game, it felt like. I actually think it, they, had a, they had an animated series for a while that was a... Street Fighter animated series. And I, I think this might have been the lead up into that. Which, if that's the case, that totally makes sense. Like, obviously they were planting things for for a longer story form to actually have a conversation in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure we would have gotten a bunch of cameo in that. We would have gotten we would have gotten whatever happened to Chun Vega and Sagan. And we would have gotten I mean? Chun Li and uh Guile. That's who, yeah. Yeah, I, it's honestly everything you both said. I agree. No story. Fight scenes were were fine. 
I did like the anime. Like I, I liked the style that they uh, that they gave. Yeah, it was very nineties. And one of my favorite, like I said, one of my, earlier, one of my favorite animes is Ronin Warriors, and it was a very same style. So I'm also giving this a three point five, which combined gives us a three point six three. Which on bad. the board, it's not terrible. It's not well. It's it's in it's in the lower section. Yeah. What? Wait. Does it score higher than the uh, real the real live the other movie? No. Yeah. Live action. Real life. I was gonna say no. Live, li- live action was a six point one three. This is like yeah. half of it. I mean, I think I think if you put these two movies together, like and compare them. The live action movie is better. It's a. Yes. It's not be- okay. It's not well, better. Okay, so it's a more enjoyable it. experience. Okay. So, yeah, other than cool. Joey's score, like my score for the uh, live action movie was a six five. Yours was a six nine, and then Joey's was a five. So basically, we gave it the exact same score, just three points lower. And then there's Joey's. I was gonna give it a three. But <laughs> I don't know. We were talking. That's fair. Yeah, I um, think. I think like. This did exactly what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a Street Fighter movie. Yeah. Except for it kind of forgets that it's not supposed to take itself seriously. And it takes itself so seriously. Or if it's not taking itself seriously, it is not. It is not. I'm not aware that it wasn't trying to take itself seriously. It felt like it was trying to be too serious for a series that is not serious it's a goofy fighting game like that's it's not like clay fighters you know what i mean but like it's is a goofier game uh, uh you know outside of like uh i think like virtual fighter right that's a very serious game tekken is actually a very serious game even though it has, tekken has really element. deep background characters like yeah but like like this is like the goofy side like i i guess mortal Kombat 2 to a lesser extent is kind of is more goofy i would say it's probably more goofy than Street Fighter, but in a different way. It's goof, but different goof. But I also felt like Mortal Kombat didn't take themselves seriously. I mean, no, they always hard. had like that one dude, the one developer guy popping up, Ghosty. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like friendship, like friendship existed. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't <laughs> supposed to be serious. Yeah, and I always assumed, I always took it as like less serious than Street Fighter. And Street Fighter is kind of like that middle, right? It's McDonald's. It's got a little bit for everybody. Okay. It's great for casual. It's great for well, I mean, not anymore. Now it's all about people just playing on the internet and wrecking you in four seconds. But yeah. so with our that score, it puts it in at number fifty-two, which is currently right behind Nick Fury: Age of the Shield uh, with a three point eight, and just above Superman three with a three point three five. I feel like these movies are all landing kind of in the same spot. They're starting to like everything is definitely getting below five that we've been watching. Um, I wonder our next movie will get up there, but we'll see. What do you think? It, what? Okay. What do you need to have to make it a good movie? Willow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's a fair answer. Yeah. Okay. Joey. Um. Shit. I don't. A like, good story. Is that is that what it needs? 
I mean, that's that is definitely so. I and I've said this on earlier recordings. Every time I watch a movie, it you start out at five. Like you, you automatically yeah. for me, you start out at five. And if you can get a, a compelling story, good action, uh, good actors and actresses to bring these characters to life, you'll go up. If all those are bad, you're gonna go down. If if I'm having a great time, if I'm having fun with a, with what I'm watching, it goes up. If I am bored, I'm on my phone more time than I'm watching the movie, it goes down. Like it's just it's that that's how I kind of break. Yeah, no, actually, that's pretty accurate. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. I just because I feel like all these movies are kind of hitting in the same spot, which is they're fine or they're fine to disappointing. Some of them we're having fun at, but nothing has like so far, at least since I've been on the been on the show, I've watched it other than Toxic Avenger and been like, this is exactly what I wanted. Like, I haven't gotten that yet, and I don't know if I'm just going into things cynically, like, already, like, well, Joey's making me watch this stupid fucking movie, so I'm gonna <laughs> well, hate it. I mean, look, there are definitely a lot of them that are just stupid. I, I, I admit well, yeah. that. I know that. But I also know that we're gonna be start getting into some of the better movies. Like, we're we're coming up to, like, Blade 2 and Men in Black 2 and Spider-Man 2. Um, also, like, Batman Begins is just on the horizon. Uh, League of Extraordinary Extraordinary Gentlemen. I love that movie. Sometime. What? Ago. Yeah, you never, you never have you you seen that, right? Oh, oh yeah. I used to. I had that on VHS. Yeah, um, that's that's a DC movie. Right. We're, we're that's not a that. good Actually, movie, Joey. Oh, I like that. I like that movie. I didn't say it. I didn't say you didn't like it. That is objectively a very bad movie. We will get into it when we get there. Apparently. We will definitely get into it when we get there. We're very close to it. So I'll just put it that way. Because I'm I'm gonna wreck it, bud. We're gonna destroy um, that movie. But like I know we got Dick Tracy coming up here in oh. I mean that'll be like a year away, but we also have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming up. So like we've got some okay. good ones and we've got some eh ones. It'll be interesting for us to cover TMNT because I I love the Ninja Turtles. Like Ninja Turtles, it was like G.I. Joe Turtles for me. Power Rangers, those that's like my holy trinity, yeah. Growing up, and like I definitely looked through a lot of that, like those, especially the um, like two, uh, like um, the first one in Secret of the Ooze. I vaguely remember watching, weirdly, I think I watched through the most because I actually had it on VHS. Well, you know, but I don't think I've ever actually seen three, all the three's way. terrible or at all, three is rough. Yeah, and I garbage. always think Venus is in it for some reason, though I know she's not. No, she, I think she was just in the, the shitty show in the early 2000s. She was in, yes, she was in Next Mutation yeah. slash the crossover episode yes. with Power Rangers in Space, which is my favorite Power Rangers adaptation so far. Um, It was mine for a while. Um, I've actually... It was a really good, compelling story. Like, oh, it was well, really it, good, yeah. really well written and put together. Because it was, it was culminating the last five seasons mm-hmm. into you know to what was going to be the end of power rangers yep. until like the numbers went up and like oh people like this we should make more mm-hmm. um and then and we, got all we have 30 years of power rangers now yep so all right well with that being said um thank you all for listening mm-hmm. chuck where can they find you um you can find me on the internet go give me a follow so i have to draw a penis on my face one episode um over 
on Instagram, TikTok, kicked out of the hood. No eating kicked. Follow my hobby page. TikTok, uh, it's uh, kicked out of the hobby and Instagram too. Um, the uh, Magic the Gathering Lord of the Rings set just dropped. Um, oh, and yeah. the cards are gorgeous. So I, yeah, I am hyped about that. Good. And there's, I pulled, I did a pre release and uh, I bought the bundle and I got some really cool cards. I'm going to try to build some commander decks. I kind of only play commander. So um might make some cool commander stuff. I actually just got done today on my day off sorting all of my magic cards I needed to get sorted. <sighs> I fucking hate my life. Anyway, um what else? Oh, and uh you can follow my kitchen stuff. I'm gonna be doing reviews any second now. Kicked out of the kitchen. Uh-huh. I feel like I say that every week. Yeah. All Here's that. the thing I gear up to do them and then I can't find my headphones and then I give up because you have to, you have, to have headphones <laughs> to do that. And I'm just like, ah, oh, you know what? I can rip off like I, four see, or five Chuck, recipes. Every time I, I see you, they're on your head. <laughs> I I have to have ones that plug into my phone, like oh. Bluetooth. And then oh, when sorry. I have them, wait I'm a just second. Not in the every time I see you, those are also on your head. <laughs> I can't do it while I'm walking. Do you know how much traffic? You guys know <laughs> how much I complain about the traffic? Good lord, man. Oh, man, this car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here comes a big fucking truck. <laughs> uh, I get so irritated because there's nobody around. There's nobody around. Then all of a sudden, when I started trying to do like a, my morning Instagram videos, fucking truck after truck hey. after truck come up. Love it. So fucking annoying. Anyway, uh, Ron, where can we find you? Uh, good at this game on uh, TikTok, Instagram, probably other places. Mm-hmm. You should become friends with us, uh, and if you're cool, we'll let you into our super secret uh, Instagram group chat where we just send endless amount of reels to each Dude, other. Dude, our Instagram group chat is fucking, like, spot-on fire. It's real like, weird. Granted, some of them are terrible, but, but it's great and terrible. Like, you know, yeah. look, in, in our Instagram, that's where you know fucking Gandalf got the ring or Galadriel got the ring, and it was supposed to be wonderful, but it turned out terrible. Uh huh. It's like it's like if you gave a bunch of toddlers guns. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah. It's like it's really it's a really fun concept until it's like you give a gun to a. And the more stuff that we post up there, the more fucked up shit that shows up in my feed that I have to share there. Dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My 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 Instagram's getting a little little questionable, but I don't mind it. I almost wish I would have made a separate one just for that. <laughs> I kind of, you know, uh, although I will, say, I I will say it has kind of fixed my shit on my uh, on my Instagram that I am getting much more interesting stuff instead of the same shit I was seeing over and over again. So that was nice. Well, that's good. Joey, where can we find you? You guys can find this show on Twitter at Comic Rundown on Instagram, Comic Book Rundown. Rate and review us on on your podcasting app of choice. Uh, mm. If you do, we'll read on upcoming episode eventually. Um, our song was done by Chuck. Nope, you're Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, you did our well, song. I'll do our theme song. No, I paid. Well, I didn't really pay Cam. Anyway, um, so done by Cam, formerly of uh, one half of Sex Turtles, formerly of of Wreck My Podcast. Uh, we've got merch over on Redbubble and T Public, and I think that is everything. Yeah, I think uh, well, no, it's movie. not because if they wanted to directly support this channel, they get over to patreon.com/slash professional and casual for as oh, little yeah, as yeah, we have a thing there one dollar a month. 
They can get access to the hot Discord, but we would recommend that 301 tier. You want to know why? Because the money goes directly to us, and we would love to know if anybody actually gives a shit about this show. So Not only that, there. but if we actually get people following us on the Patreon at the 301 tier, we will start making Patreon content. Yeah. That's also Specifically, Ron, Ron came up with a good idea last night that uh, if we get some people following, we'll uh, we'll start implementing that. I think we'll it's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's, how many yeah, more penises look, am I going to have drawn on me, guys? It, like, right? It's fine. Don't worry about it. Hey, um, no, it's not. Hey, no, actually, they pay the three hundred one, and they get to actually put their penis on your face, not just a drawing of one. Listen, I've had, I've had, <laughs> I've had worse penises on my face for less money. You know so, what I mean? So it's not a bad deal. I thought Tim said he was joking when he did that. <laughs> so our next movie that we're gonna be watching. What are we up to? Uh, it's this... gonna be Marvel. Marvel. Oh god. And we're watching Blade Two. Okay. Ooh. I recently fucking scud watched some of it. Yeah, because didn't you watch some of it? I watched. We watched Blade. I watched Blade, Blade Two, and Blade Trinity. Okay, like I watched all three, and I remember thinking, I remember thinking, I love this concept of like vampire cancer and like the the fact that there's like a bunch of other like evil squid faced ones that look like Nosferatu ish. Yeah, and then I think I remember thinking, oh, this didn't live up to the hype that I put in it, but maybe I'm just misremembering it. See, I remember the CGI being not great in 2002. 100%. So I'm looking forward to it. Worse than it looked in... Okay, so this is a very interesting Spawn Cape continuing conversation then. Oh, yeah. Looking at the 98 CGI, it looks looked rough. I remember... Or, yeah, 98 it was rough. the first Blade. 98, yeah, 98 was yeah. Blade 1. Um, so they just used the same CGI from '98 into no, no, because if you remember, it got worse. It got worse because this is also around the same really? time that Mummy Returns came out, and the CGI for Mummy Returns was just very like glossy uh, compared to the CGI for Mummy, and it was just it was worse. So mm. I don't know what happened in those early 2000s when CGI like started taking off. They went full like baby dancing or bullshit like that. So do you okay, think but... it is interesting because I remember, I always specifically remember the Spider-Man three clip where like the, a wall gets blown out and it's like all CGI of like Parker flipping on a piece of wall and everybody being like amazed at how it looks. And it's kind of how this whole spawn cave continuum thing got started. And now I remember thinking, I remember because of the, I had just recently seen that clip and it looks atrocious. It looks really CGI and really, really bad, even for Spider-Man three time. But I remember when I watched that clip when I was younger, when that movie was coming out, because they were doing it on TRL of all things. I was watching TRL at the time. Yeah, that tracks back in. Yeah. And they were promoting it on TRL. And yeah. I remember thinking, this does not look good. And they're raving like it's this new technological advance and like technology and stuff. So. I'm I'm very interested to see. I don't want this is the thing. I don't want to shit on Blade Two, man. I love Blade. Well, what's the shame? May kill us, bro. And then good like rave about the great parts. That's the point of the show. No, I don't do that. I only shit. I only shit, Joey. Well, you go take a shit because we're getting out of here. Have a good All one, guys. Bye, bye everybody. Later.
Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder 2nd edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.